You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Austin Rutherford, and you can find him at theaustinrutherford.com, theaustinrutherford.com. Now, Austin is a real estate investor and former valet. He flipped his first house at 21 years old for $103,000 in profit and has flipped over 100 homes since then. He now does rehabs, wholesales, private lending, and commercial. He has built a seven-figure real estate business in less than five years, Startup Nation. Less than five years. Are you ready to put in five years of work yourself? Last year alone, he produced over $1.5 million in real estate profits. Profits, people. Profits. That's what it's all about. And he's got a book out there for you. In his book, it's called From Valet to Millionaire, From Valet to Millionaire. He breaks down exactly what he did, uh, what he needed to do to make his dream a reality. Now, Startup Nation, right now, you're working to make your dreams reality. You're working to put food on the table to provide for your families. Uh, you want to travel. You want to take some vacations. But mostly, you want to impact people's lives. That's what you're up to in the world. But before you can impact other people's lives, you have to first go in and transform your own, don't you? So I got Austin here on the show. Uh, I reached out to him on Instagram. I like the content he was putting out. I see he's got a heart for impacting uh, people's lives. So I wanted to invite him in. So I'm really gracious he came on um, and we're going to get into it. He's got his top three tips and strategies waiting for you, Startup Nation. Have your pen and paper out. Get ready, especially if you're in the real estate space. He's going to break it down for you on how to make your first 100000 or more. All right. So, Austin, welcome to your first 100K top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and take like 30 seconds. Fill in some of the gaps in the intro, would you? Absolutely, Joseph. Appreciate you having me on today. Looking forward to this. Uh, I mean, you basically hit the nail on the head. Uh, my original dream was to be an NBA basketball player. You know, that didn't really work out. Fell out of love with the game of basketball. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Fell into real estate. Uh, bought my first house when I was 20. It was a rental property. Uh, flip, bought my second house as a flip at 21. Sold it at 22. 
uh, made $107,000 net profit and uh, just reinvested all the money, all literally all of it back into the business and, you know, blown it up to, you know, almost a $10 million rental portfolio and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of houses uh, into the game now. All right. Let me start like right there. But before we go right into that, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Oh, man. Um, I mean, the something I'm, I'm, I care a lot. Right. You know, I'll go I'll, I'll go to a point of failure over caring for certain people. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things. There's people that are in my will that uh, have no idea that they're in my will, just like friends. So I don't know, something personal. Like I'm, I'm very, uh, I think very deeply, uh, very caring to, to the people that I, I, you know, love and respect. That's awesome. And that actually segues into the question I wanted to go to, which <laughs> is, listen, 21 years old, right? You make 103,000, you make 107,000 net profit. You then reinvest all of it back into the business. That is not a typical thing that a 20 early 20 something would do when they get a hundred grand in cash, they would go out and party in Miami or something like that. Right. Let's be real about it. All right. So like what was going on in your head where you said, Hey, I'm not going to enjoy this profit yet and go just waste it and party, but I'm going to reinvest it back into my business. What, what was that shift for you? No, hundred percent. So I always knew like one deal, a hundred grand isn't going to change my life. You know, a hundred grand was like a starting point for the future. My goal as a kid, a lot of people's goals is like, how do I make six figures? And then you make it, but like that doesn't change your life forever. You can't live on a hundred grand for the next 50 years. Uh, so I always knew like, I just wanted something more. Um, and that was just kind of the, the very beginning tipping point for me. So um, I've always been a hard worker. You know, I've always understood, um, you know, uh, compounding like work now for the future. And that's what I was working for. So I, uh, I literally put it all back into, I paid off my debt that I leveraged to get into real estate, paid that off and then literally reinvested everything. I didn't buy a pair of sneakers. I didn't go out to eat. I didn't do like anything. Um, and then the next house that I flipped, I made like 45 grand on it about 90 days later. Um, and then I quit my full-time uh, ballet job and then I dropped out of college and I uh, just went all in on real estate at that point. All right, Startup Nation. We're speaking with a college dropout, just like myself. <laughs> I'm very proud of that, by the way, very proud. Um, you know, and, and he's, he's sharing with you that he did something that was uncommon. And in order to do those uncommon actions, he had to have these uncommon uh, thoughts like, hey, I'm going to take all my profit and reinvest it right back in the business rather than spend it because I'm in the long term uh, play here. That's what I'm going for. I realize 100 grand is not going to I can't retire on that you know, um, but I can reinvest it and back into making another hundred grand, another hundred grand, another hundred grand. And then I, I can build something. Once I get it up to a certain critical mass, then I could chill, go buy that, that nice pair of sneakers, go on vacations, do that <laughs> thing. And so many of you startup nation, not to, to push on you, but I kind of want to push on you. Like so many of you are uh, just like all about tomorrow. You're just about tomorrow. You're not even about next week. You're not even about next month. Jeez. Like, and, and I think this is why, like in America, they say like the average person is two or three paychecks away from homelessness because they're constantly not reinvesting in themselves or in their education or in their business. They're reinvesting in their uh, wastefulness and in, in, in buying liabilities and, and just 
glitz and glamour just so they could fit in and feel accepted. So Austin, what do you want to say to Startup Nation just on a mindset uh, thing there, specifically to what I just addressed? No, 100%. I agree with you. When I when I've I, I grew up an entrepreneur, right? I never really understood that most people are living that close to, to being broke, to losing a job, to bankruptcy. Um, it's kind of mind blowing to me, honestly. But like to me, I always try and find a way to make somebody else pay for everything that I want. So when you start playing different games in your head, that's where like true freedom comes from. It's what Robert Kiyosaki always said, like buy assets that then pay for your liabilities. But when you break it down to the simplest form, like if you want to go out and drop 30 grand on a new car, take that 30 grand and buy one or two rental properties to then have the, the cash flow cover that car note. So you're never truly in debt because it's automatically paying for itself rather than you having a car note and then going to have to work out there and go to work and, and trade time for money to then pay for that. So I've always like played that game in my head. Anything I want in life, like how do I get somebody else to pay for it? Whether that's starting out house hacking, whether it's buying rental properties to pay for the new car, whether it's creating a new stream of income to buy that new house, whatever it is, just start playing that mind, uh, mind game um, and figure out how you know you don't have to pay for the things that you want. Did you ever, uh, was there ever a time in your life where you didn't do that and it backfired on you? Like you actually threw your own money into it. You took the risk and you lost it. Um, so I, I started a data company and we're still kind of in the, in the learning phase, uh, which is, uh, not going overly well, but, uh, besides that, like I, I never overextended myself with debts and liabilities and even the data companies like cash. So I have no debt on the company. Mm -hmm. um, so I, no, not, 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 not thus far. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 I appreciate that. You know, that's an important lesson for us to take away right there. All right. So when you first started this real estate company, you borrowed somebody else's money, I'm guessing banks money. Uh, you took out some loans and everything. Um, I'm guessing you would have had to have credit or good credit, or you had to have somebody who kind of like uh, put their name on the line for you. How did you kind of play that? Just for you know, some people out there listening right now, and they're like, hey, I have crappy credit. I wish somebody would lend me money, but I made some poor choices before. Yep. Uh, what do I do now, Austin? No, absolutely. Uh, the beautiful thing about real estate, uh, different parts of real estate, you don't need credit and you don't need money to do this business. So you can literally have a 200 credit score and it's still possible. Uh, so for me, my first deal, I, I hired a mentor, I invested into a mentor. And that's kind of a cool story if we want to touch on that. Like I was crying under my parents' dining room table, a bunch of stuff, but paid a bunch of money for a mentor to teach me the game, which included learning how to raise private money. Um, and basically raising private money is when you talk to individuals to get them to trust and believe in you to lend you the money to do the deal. So my first deal, I bought it for 74,000 and I, it was a $170,000 rehab. I was 21 years old at the time, quarter million dollars. I, I didn't have that money. You know, I couldn't go to a bank because I didn't have two years tax returns. Uh, so I just started calling everybody I knew, you know, my mom, my dad, my aunts, my uncles, and ended up calling a lady that I met at a local real estate meetup about a year before that. And uh, we were just talking and she said she had some extra money laying around. Uh, so I called her, you know, presented her the opportunity, kind of told her the numbers. Um, she knew me. She followed me on social media, you know, knew, saw that like I was hungry and knew what I was talking about and uh, lent me the money on the deal. Um, so I was able to do, you know, a quarter million dollar deal with none of my own money. And uh, then sold it. And like I said, made a hundred grand, paid off all my debt. Credit score went up. I became bankable at the time. And then that's how I started buying rental properties because I, I leveraged other people's money to create the W-2 for the debt to income ratio and to pay off my debt to increase the credit score. 
So what I'm hearing you say is that because you went credit worthy on your own at that young age, you went out and got one person, one lady to believe in you. And she invested in you personally. That's the, and, and it was a a good deal. And she saw, you knew what you were doing, meaning you went and did the research, you figured it out, you got educated, you hired a mentor, you invested in yourself, you learned the game. So startup nation, I want you to know, like, don't skip that part of Austin's story. (laughs) Like he went and did some work. All right. Do you know your industry inside and out startup nation? Do you know the game? And if not, who's one of the best in the game that you can go and hire or barter with, or at least at the very least, get them to believe in you just because you're likable and you got so much hunger and drive and you're like, dude, I'll work for you for free. Like, you know, for 20 hours a week, if you just pour into me and teach me everything you know about this industry that I'm in, because I want to win in this. Like, it's very difficult, even for really successful people to say no to that. When they see such hunger, because it reminds them of themselves years ago. Is this not true, Austin? A hundred thousand percent. You know, when people message you and say, like, help me, you don't really want to help. But when they message you and, like, give you everything they have, then you feel inclined to help them back. It's so true, right? And when they're vulnerable and say, hey, listen, I'm struggling, like I'm hurting and they don't try to pretend like, hey, look at the Lamborghini. Meanwhile, they're, <laughs> they're broken living on ramen noodles like don't do that. Like if you're broke, tell people, hey, I'm broke, but I'm hungry yep. and I want this and I'll outwork everybody. Put me in, coach. You know, give me a shot. All right. So, Austin, thanks for that. That's just a little motivation for our, our listeners out there. Uh, not motivation just to pump your tires or pump your ego startup nation, but motivation for you to go do the bleeping work that yep. you need to do to win in your industry. All right, Austin, what is something that Startup Nation needs to know or you want to say to them that is the number one thing that's holding them back, whether it be mindset or whether it be just practical business business advice right now? What's holding them back? What's a big rock in front of them that maybe they don't even know is there? I mean, 99% of the time it's mindset. You know, we, we all see what we want, but we all get in our own way, fear of failure. So like when you get presented an opportunity, right? So like when I really say I met this mentor, it was 25 grand to get involved. I didn't have 25 grand. So I was like, all right, you know, I can either do it or turn around and walk away. So I tried to start raising money. I got a credit card, I got a $15,000 line of credit. I was $10,000 short. I was calling everybody I knew and everybody was like, well, what if it doesn't work? Or what if you go bankrupt? Or what if, you know, he's a scam? Or what if like all these negative what ifs, right? This is all mindset games. But I just, I, I, I plead you to ask yourself a different question. You know, when the right opportunity presents itself, ask yourself, what if it's the best decision you've ever made in your life and it turns out better than you ever thought it could have? So we always go to this immediate negativity because that's what the world surrounds us in. What if negative, just change it up. Again, it's all mindset. You just got to ask yourself, what if positive and then see what the outcome of, from that can be. Now your t-shirt says Elevate, which I know is one of your company and brands. Um, And the question you're posing is Startup Nation, what if this next decision, this next investment in myself or my business elevates me out of broke? What if it elevates me to my dreams? What if? 100%. Awesome. I love it, man. That's that's (laughs) powerful stuff. All right. What are your top three tips and strategies? We promised Startup Nation they're eagerly waiting to write this down and then execute it. What do you got for them? What are the top three tips and strategies that are going to make them at least six figures in the next 12 months? What do you got? 
hundred percent. So one real estate two, just life business in general. So, you know, if anybody wants to get started in the real estate field, uh, the first thing that you need to do and the quickest way to actually get a deal and start making money um, it's called driving for dollars. So you can go out and you can drive a neighborhood and write down addresses of homes that need work. And then you go home you put that address into the county auditor website. You then skip trace the homeowner, pick up the phone and call them and ask them if they want to sell the house. So that's like very quick implementation. If you want to get started in real estate, I've seen people do that and make 20 grand in the first 30 days. I've seen people do hundred grand in the first 60 days from driving for dollars. So uh, again, if you want real estate, that's a quick step, drive for dollars, go to auditor, skip trace, cold call, make an offer and make money at the end of the day. How much money is that going to uh, take uh, to do that whole process? Like how much money does that person need to have in their pocket? Like the skip trace cost money. Like what's the total th- investment there for them? Zero. You got to have zero. It. That's it. So if you zero. To- and for the people that want to skip trace, truepeoplesearch.com is a free skip, skip tracing website. Um, and that's literally like the media implementation. All you got to do is have a phone and you can make money from that. Look at that. You just took away everyone's excuse. <laughs> I love it. Truepeoplesearch.com. I'm not even getting paid by them. Look at that. I should. <laughs> All right. What's your second uh, top tip and strategy, Austin? Yep. So the next two things are like just business, like life in general. Um, yeah. We kind of touched on it. It's like working on this first. Working so, on your mindset. Exactly. So my morning routine is work out, be healthy. When you look good, you feel good. Um, do the journaling, do the manifesting, do the affirmations, read books. You know, one of the best ways to learn is from other people that have wrote books. You can, you can learn somebody's entire life from a book. So that's amazing experiences you can take away. So uh, focus on this, which is, you know, again, the journaling, the reading, the manifestations, the affirmations. Um, awesome. Before you go to your next, can I ask you just to be real? Like, could you share with us like one or two of your mantras that you say out loud in the morning? Absolutely. So when I was younger, uh, like I was very shy. I hated the camera. I'm all over social media now. I hated the camera. So when I would walk into the room, like people would look at me and like, I go, I go red, like color of my shirt, start sweating. I feel like I didn't belong in the room. So I'd be like, oh, and I'd, I'd end up leaving. Like I go to a real estate meetup to meet people and I'd leave because I was nervous to meet people. Yeah, so, fight or flight, man. It kicks in, right? You're like, <laughs> where's the exit? Where's the exit? 100%. So I knew that was like one of my, like, I guess faults, you can say. Mm-hmm. So what I started telling myself every single day is that when I walk into any room, I know I carry value and I carry my shoulders high when I walk in. So now when I go into a room, I, I have inner confidence that I, I walk up with my shoulders back. I, I know I bring value in that room. Even if you're not like a wildly successful person, you still have value. You've been through things that other people haven't been through. Uh, so again, telling myself that that's one of the biggest ones that allowed me to have confidence just in front of people. Um, that's and- powerful, Austin. I mean, just with that mantra every single morning, repeating it out loud, Startup Nation, uh, Austin was able to elevate his self-confidence, 100%. right? And walk into any room and just kind of have that that elevated presence that people notice because how many people in that room are doing those types of mantras every morning and journaling and meditating? I'd say maybe one, (laughs) one other person, (laughs) maybe. And that's the person you want to go meet. hundred percent. What's your third tip of strategy? That's cool. Yeah. So so last thing um, I heard, I think I was like 16, 15 or 16 years old. It was one of my basketball mentors always said that when you're not working, remember somebody else that's out there working to take your spot. So that doesn't mean you have to work 24-7, 365. It just means be very conscious of the way that you work, how you work, and when you work. So it goes back to time. Time is the most valuable asset in the world. It's the only thing in the world that you can never get more of. 
So when I, when I realize the power of time and I'm very careful who I spend it with, how much time I spend doing things, who I talk to it with, I'd be very, very conscious of it. And like, let's say you want to make 250 grand a year. So you take 250,000 divided by 2,080, which is fifth, which is 40 hours a week for 52 weeks a year of a work week. That means your time's worth $120 an hour. So don't do things that are worth less than that. Don't sit there and watch five hours of TV. Don't go out and get drunk every single day of the night into the wee hours and then sleep for 10 hours the next day. So when I came conscious of time, um, I was very conscious of who I spent it with. And that's how you grow because you actually put time into things that matter at the end of the day. Mm, powerful. I think you just blew everybody's mind there with the time <laughs> equation. You're like, what? Me binging on Netflix? I am wasting $120 an hour? Yes, you are. Yes, you are, Startup Nation. Congratulations. Didn't Austin make you feel good today? <laughs> Austin, that's that's cool, man. You know, We're speaking with the Austin Rutherford. Uh, you can find him at theaustinrutherford.com. And Austin, uh, you know, thank you for investing your time into my listener. Absolutely. Someone right now on planet Earth is listening right now, and the words coming out of your mouth are speaking truth into their heart in a way that they've never heard before and it's it's impacting them and they're making a decision a definitive decision right now for the rest of their life how they're going to start showing up tomorrow or today and they're going to stop making excuses and they're going to lean in and they're going to realize that they don't have to have money to go make money just like go meet people and show them your heart and stop pretending you're better off or further along than you are. Just be honest and transparent and show them your heart and your hunger. I love it. I dig it, man. All right. Welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? Absolutely. Let's do it. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur out on your own in a college dropout, son? <laughs> uh, just the freedom, you know, to travel, to go see your family, to go get lunch when you want to get. So just freedom. Yeah, I dig that as well. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, <laughs> managing employees. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, people are what help us to get to success. And they're also, also the most frustrating part of success. <laughs> it's fascinating. Did what they said they would do, life would be so easy. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Oh, man. Um, that's a good question. Fear, fear of failure. You know, I, I, I hate losing. Um, and I, I would, I, I, fearing going back and punching a clock. That, that is very scary to me. So fear of mediocrity, right? Yes. Yeah, I hear that. Listen, I think we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. What are you currently struggling with right now, either uh, personally or professionally? Oh, man. These are good questions. I like these. Um, personally, so like going back to the confidence thing, right? Like having confidence is a massive key in life and business and everything. Um, even like people that are quote unquote successful still struggle with those same things. Um, so like I, I believe I'm a very confident individual, but like there's still times, especially like moving to a new city, like learning everything brand new, moved to Florida about a month ago. Like there's times where I even have to challenge myself, like the confidence of walking into an area, you know, with supercars everywhere. Like I, and, and the city that I was at had a lot of money, not really here. You know what I mean? So 
um, there's still times, you know, where we lack uh, the confidence. So continuously building, uh, you know, our mindset. That's awesome. Do you struggle with comparison to yeah. others, right? You see all the supercars and stuff and you're like, why not me? How come I'm not there? I should be further along than I am. Sure. You know, and it's about, it's like, a, it, you argue in your head, like, all right, well, should I be doing that? Is it motivation? Is it, is it hate? You know? Um, so yeah, you know, I go through that for sure. Yeah. I think that's good. The way you said that, like startup nation, like what feeling does it produce in you? Does it produce a feeling of lack and demotivation when you look at somebody else's stuff and what they're up to, or does it inspire you to work hard and go for it? Cause if it inspires you, that's good. If it like knocks the wind out of your sails, get away from it as fast as you possibly can. I, I think, what did you spend way too much time doing this past year, Austin? Uh, this past year, I spent way too much time thinking that I had to be somewhere to run a business. Uh, so mm. like, I wanted to move to Florida for two years and finally pulled the trigger about a month ago uh, because I felt like I had to be there. I had to have my hands on every little you know piece of the business um, and not trusting the people that I hired to, to run the system. So uh, I guess micromanaging a little bit. Yeah, I get that. What secret fear do you have about people? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love to think that all people are like good. Um, I've just, I've been burnt a lot. Yeah. So there's always like this little fear of like, well, what if they're not good people? But I always try to lead with like trust and love um, until I prove it, until I am proven otherwise. Yeah. It's that darn little inner skeptic, right? They're like, this guy's going to get you. Watch <laughs> out. No. All right. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Uh, just financial literacy in general, um, you know, understanding that you can create whatever you want to create. Again, my goal is to make a hundred grand. I made it then 250. I made it then 500. I made it. Why not start out with a million or 5 million? You know, th think where you would be if you go bigger, uh, sooner. Mm. What's a new habit you want to create? Uh, so I'm, I'm getting back into the habit of working out. So, uh, I want to work out consistently every day. Um, you know, get the six pack and just feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah and that's not the bud light six pack what's a bad <laughs> habit you want to break um bad habit so i have i don't have much patience uh in in business that can be a very good thing at times um mm. in business and personal life it can be a bad things bad thing at times very much having patience for for the right things man good stuff pick three words to describe who you are now three words um energetic uh helpful and um a go-getter yeah i was gonna say elevated that would have been good <laughs> yeah it's right on your shirt yeah uh <laughs> pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business oh man uh not confident that's one that's two words but we're gonna count it mm -hmm. <laughs> um, not confident um um What's the word when, when you look at, uh, care about other people's opinions. I don't know the word for that. Yeah. Um, and fearful. Yeah, I get that. And last question, Austin, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, life, death, business relationships, what would you say to them? Uh, value your time. You know, it's, that's the key to life. You know, if you want to spend it working your entire life, going to college, being a business entrepreneur, entrepreneur, whatever it is, like time, it, you got to be very conscious of that. Mm, 
Awesome. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first six figures in the next 12 months? So it, it comes down to, you, you got to ask yourself from the jump, you know, are you willing to do whatever it takes? You know, there was times where I worked 20 hours a day. You know, I work 50 to 60 hours a, a week as a valet. I go to college 15 hours a, a, a semester. I'd be a licensed realtor and I was trying to start my real estate investment company on the side. You know, I fell asleep at the wheel, woke up on the sidewalk in front of a light pole. Uh, like I've, I've been through all of it. So you got to ask yourself, like, are you truly willing to do whatever it takes? If that requires no sleep, if that requires, you know, your friends thinking that you're weird because you don't ever spend time with them anymore. If that requires you to go bank, not bankrupt, but, you know, sit there with no money in your bank account, and have to figure out how to pay bills. Uh, you know, that's that's what it takes at the end of the day. Any successful person like has a struggle story. We've all been through that. Uh, so just ask yourself, like, if you're really, truly willing to do whatever it takes um, and make that decision from the jump, and then you'll never have to alter that decision. Mm, powerful, powerful advice, Startup Nation. All right. So, Austin, you got some uh, vacation masterminds. You got some courses, uh, you know, that you're helping people with right now. You're helping them to realize their dreams. You're helping them to build their real estate portfolios. So what do you got for them? Where do they connect with you? How do they take action? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm, I'm very active on Instagram. Um, so at Austin Rutherford official on Instagram, uh, you can DM me. I personally answer all my uh, DMs on Instagram. Um, and then we do have a real estate course. Uh, you know, if you're in the business or looking to get into the business, uh, if you want to do wholesaling or flipping or, or rental properties, um, you know, this is a course that teaches all that stuff. Um, and then we do vacation masterminds as well. So, you know, 50, 60 uh, entrepreneurs from throughout the country will fly into a uh, exotic location, usually somewhere in the Caribbean. Um, we'll just network, learn and mastermind from one another uh, at a location um, like that at a resort. So if it's anything you're interested in, like I said, Instagram at Austin Rutherford official, um, that, that's where you can find me at. That is awesome. All right. We've been speaking with the Austin Rutherford. He's been sharing his time and talent and treasure with you, <laughs> Startup Nation. Uh, Austin, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Joseph. This was good. Cheers, man. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. 
If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.